Everybody has a different story, a different path in their lives. You might not know where your journey will take you to, but hopefully it will help you to make a difference in your life, in the lives of those around you, and the world. Welcome to The Journey on the Voice America Kids channel. We've got all kinds of stories this hour, so turn it up and enjoy the trip. Now, here are your hosts. Life is a journey filled with lessons, hardships, heartaches, joys, celebrations, and special moments that will ultimately lead us to our destination, our purpose in life. We are here to help you find that purpose. Thank you and welcome to The Journey. I'm Serena and um, I'm here with the guest today. Why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Joanne. Okay, so uh, we are going to be talking with her a little bit later um, about her experience with something that is secret. Okay, so um, first I want to talk a little bit about uh, suicide because that's ultimately what this uh, show is about. And uh, suicide could do a lot of things to your body that negatively affect uh, your health and your body and stuff. And there's also many reasons why people do it. So some things that could what could happen, what it could do to your body is too much blood loss, infection, and you could become ad- addicted, you could say, to uh, cutting. And a lot of people do it because they think th- that these things will help, but they really don't. They think that cutting will help express feelings you can't put into words, release the pain and tension you feel inside, help you feel in control, distracting you from overwhelming emotions or difficult life circumstances, relieving guilt and punishing yourself, making you feel alive or simply feeling something instead of feeling numb. And I I did some research, research, sorry, and these things came up a lot. And I I just want to make sure that you all know that, like, these cutting or thoughts of suicide, like, these thoughts and stuff don't, help with this it it just hurts yourself and stuff so i i just want to make sure you guys all know that do not like think about that stuff like go talk to someone or just a friend a family member even a teacher like i would feel comfortable talking to many of my teachers just because they're so like loving for me and stuff or a pastor or a friend's mother if you don't feel comfortable talking to your own parents and I just there's many things or people that you could do and a lot of people think that uh, cutting or suicide thoughts or anything like that it it just affects your immediate family but um, it, it doesn't it has a ripple effect uh, one of my friends her friend was in the hospital because she tried to uh, commit suicide through cutting and like it made my friend sad, which made me kind of sad. So it doesn't just affect your friend or your family, immediate family. It affects everyone around your friend or everyone around your friend's friend. Like it's just a really large ripple effect. So just it doesn't help at all. Okay, so now we are going to start to interview Miss Joanne. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a 64-year-old woman, and I have four adult children <laughs> and four grandchildren, and um, I stay pretty active. I have a very loving, supportive family, and um, we always have tried to be there for each other. Yeah, and so uh, we're just going to 
uh, start right off. And what's your experience with cutting your suicide like? Well, um, it's been a long time ago, but um, I went through a very difficult divorce. And at that time, I felt um, that my world was just collapsing around me. And um, I had lost so many things in that particular year that um, I was desperate. I was desperate. I was lonely. I was depressed. I felt like I had no way out. And I did try to commit suicide. But um, by the grace of God, I did not succeed. And um, because of what I did to myself at that time, I took pills, and the pills that I took shut down my digestive system, so I was not even able to swallow. And um, I was taken to the hospital, and after they stabilized me, then I was put into the um, psychiatric unit. And uh, my sisters, I have three sisters, they lived in a different state at that time, and they came down to pick me up, and uh, they released me from the hospital, and they took me closer to where they lived, and put me in another hospital, and I stayed there for another month um, until I was stable. But it took a long time to get over the effects of that. Yeah, so... Uh, you mentioned that God helped you do it. So uh, what is your relationship with God? Um, I became, um, I've always had a relationship with God, but I made a commitment on December 21st, 1996. And since that time, um, it, my life has been so filled with peace. It, when I first accepted Christ, I would go to church every week, and every week I would cry. So I cried for six months every time I went to church. But um, it was so cleansing, and I really don't believe I've cried much since then. <laughs> oh, why did you cry? Was it just because, like, the glory of God was, like, so amazing? Or, like, yes. It was, I could feel God working in my life. I had um, so much heartache in my past life that... Um, it, he just took it from me. He just washed, washed it away from me. <laughs> and um, I've never looked back. Yeah, um, so um, when did you first realize Jesus was the answer? Like, really realize, was it when you were in the hospital or bef way before that? Well, you know, when I was going through all this, I prayed all the time, but I don't think I listened, okay, because I continued to make poor choices. And um, it was just, I think, the, when I really made the commitment. It took me about five years um, after I tried to commit suicide, and then um, when I finally accepted Christ in 1996, that was about five years later. And as I said, I always believed, I always went to church, I always prayed, but I didn't always listen. 
And when I started to actually listen to what God wanted me to do and to start making the right choices and start um, believing that God loved me, that Jesus loved me, then it made, um, made a difference in my life. Yeah. So how did Jesus help you through the struggles? Did he, like, urge you on, like, uh, when you prayed, like, did he answer, like, it's okay, like, you're going to get through this? Or did he uh, help you through, like, another person, like someone coming into your life or when you, like, your sisters or? Well, um, like I said, I had, um, we had a large family. And, um, you know, it's my sisters and my, I have two brothers and three sisters, and they've always been there for me, and I hope that I've been there for them too. But um, how did I can't say at the time I was going through that that I was that I felt Jesus helping me. I know that He did because He saved me from myself, but I just didn't receive it. So, um, why do you, if, uh, sorry, uh, what would you say to people who are thinking of, like, uh, cutting or who are, or who are really depressed? What would you say to them now? I would say pray. I would say pray. Reach out to people that love you. Even if you think no one loves you, there is always someone there that loves you, like you said, teachers or pastors or, um, you know, go to your church. If you don't have a church, go to any church that, you know, you may just be walking by and you feel the need to talk to somebody and talk to somebody. Just don't, don't hurt yourself. Don't do it because God has a plan for your life and no matter how desperate you feel at this moment, this is all temporary because God loves you and he's not finished with you yet. He doesn't want you to hurt yourself. So you do have to get beyond that loneliness and that desperation and reach out to God and start to receive his blessings. Yeah, so um, ending on that note, let's take a break. I'm Serena. And you're listening to The Journey. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can 
can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. You are listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to The Journey. I'm Serena. And I'm Joanne. And uh, we have just been talking about uh, Miss Joanne's experience. And um, we just finished asking, uh, like, what would you say to people who are thinking it right now? And in a nutshell, can you kind of just rephrase what you were saying real quick? I would say... Don't do anything to hurt yourself. All this is temporary. All these problems that you're having today is just today. Get through today. Reach out to people that love you. Reach out to your family or friends or coworkers or pastors and or, or even your doctor because suicide is final. Your problems are not final. There is always a way to get past these problems and and when you start to receive and listen to what God has to offer you and you can actually receive it and know that God has a plan for you and you're going to get through this with the grace of God because Jesus loves you. Yeah and you also mentioned that um, God always has a plan for you and like if you do commit suicide or do that, it'll end and you won't know what is coming next. And I have a kind of example for everyone who likes history. Uh, my history teacher, um, he told us a story of two, there's two scientists, and this is true, and uh, one, of, uh, one of them stole another, that scientist's uh, inventions, and this guy was trying to like battle in court and he just couldn't take it so he jumped off a building and like the next day he won all the money back because he won the adventure back and like that's uh, just an example of like if you commit suicide you don't know what's going to happen next there's no way of knowing maybe everything will get better maybe the person who like hurt you or like made you mad or depressed will say sorry and they'll like want to be friends or anything like that like you never know what's going to happen so that's not the answer mm-hmm. so oh what uh, what kind of things can contribute to someone feeling suicidal like well any type of a loss in, in my situation it was a uh, I had uh several major losses in one year. Uh, I had divorce, I had custody battles, I had um, the losses that I had, I lost my marriage, I lost my husband, I lost my children, I lost my home, lost my friends, I lost uh, my job, and I also had a, um, a counselor at that time and she was a nun, and her name was Sister Lois, 
and she passed away. She died very suddenly in that time too. So in, in one year I had so many losses, but um, so that was just my situation. Anybody's situation, if they have depression, if they have family issues, if they have, if it's a teenager and there's a lot of peer pressure in school, or if there's bullying and children, teenagers think that when you're in high school and you're in junior high and people tell you, oh, these are the happiest times of your life, but to be honest with you, several really difficult times for a teenager. Yeah, and, you know, peer pressure of friends, like right. drugs, that will all happen in mm-hmm. high school usually or middle school. Mm-hmm. And so it is difficult, and I think probably cutting starts when you're a teenager. I don't really have any experience with that, but um, I've seen young girls that cut themselves, and it's, I don't know if girls cut themselves more than boys, don't know, but um, there's just so many things that can contribute to someone's feeling desperate. Yeah, and that's really true. Like, there's so many things that can trip you, someone feeling depressed or anything like that. Because at the teenager year, especially, I'm not saying that that's the only time, but especially um, like seventh, eighth through high school, like there's so much peer pressure and there's like drugs and like all those things, bullying a lot, and there's just so many things that can contribute to that and. Again, like I just want to really stress this that is committing suicide, cutting, that is not the answer. There's always someone around to help you, whether it's a teacher, like I said, or even like even a random person that you've never talked to that's kind of sitting alone. Like, who knows? Maybe they're going through the exact same thing. Um, I'm in my city council, it's a student city council, and uh, we're at a like bonding retreat, and we got in a circle, and um, one of the ladies, uh, adult ladies, called out, like, if you belong to the Christian or Catholic, like, group, step forward. And one of them was if you were affected by suicide. And just so many people, like, went in the circle, including me, because a couple of friends, even uh someone they know or like even someone I know immediately was like cutting and stuff like that so just like to see like everyone step in with me was like really touching like I'm about to cry right now but like it was so touching because everyone was like not scared to do it so I'm like tearing up (laughs) everyone was not scared to do it like everyone just stepped in because they knew that they weren't the only one because we're in a safe environment like there's no judging And, like, after that, like, everyone just, like, was so close. And, like, everyone would, like, chill. We were all talking with each other. And it was just, like, really sweet because you, after that, like, after the circle, like, you knew that you weren't the only one in this situation. Mm -hmm. And it was really, it was just really great. And that's what's so good about having um, a group like that that you can talk to because, you're going through all this stuff and you think that you're the only one and you're not. Especially, you know, teenage girls or teenage boys and they all have these feelings and even adults, you know, we all have these feelings and it's good to share them with someone to know that you're not alone in this. Yeah, so 
Um, what's going on? Oh, why did you not choose suicide? Was it because, um, like, was it Jesus or did friends start talking to you and, like, you realized that they would miss you? Or what was it? Or was it just a it little mix just, of everything? It just uh, didn't work. Mm-hmm. I, I was so desperate. I felt like everything that I tried to do, that a door shut in my face, I tried to get out of the circumstance that I was in, and it wasn't working, so I was very desperate, and I, I tried to commit suicide, but I woke up. And um, as I said before, God wasn't ready to allow God did not allow me to do that. And it took me a long time to realize that that God loved me enough to save me from myself. And um, I know this is like, I feel like this is kind of controversial, but like when a lot of people uh, go through like knowing someone who committed suicide, uh, why do you think Jesus lets some people live and some people don't? Because I know that, I know that Jesus loves everyone. Like it's not just he picks and chooses, but like, why do you think that? Because I think I it's kind of hard for me to understand, too, because, like, I'm glad that everyone who lived lived. Like, I'm not, like, mad, like, oh, you should have not, or, like, everyone should have. But, like, why do you think that, like, you personally? Well, you know, God gives us a free will, and we make choices. In my situation, maybe I was just reaching out, somebody please help me. Um, You know, I mean, people do succeed in committing suicide, and it is such a shame because what it does to the family and friends is beyond anything that we can imagine. And um, Romans 8.28, God causes all things to work together for good for those who believe. And that's also knowing that we don't know what God has in store for us, but He knows. And through all this bad stuff, good can come out of it. So, um, ending on that note, uh, let's take a break. I'm Serena. And you're listening to The Journey.
us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You are listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to The Journey. I'm Serena. And uh, we are continuing our interview. Um, so, uh, continuing with the questions, is there a way you can tell if someone is in pain or cutting or contemplating like suicide? Is there an outwardly thing? Like, Do they get quieter? Do they do you know like exactly what kind of you did? Well, um, there's always isolation, depression, um, crying. People cry. I cried a lot. Um, it's, you know, I guess if you, if you know the person and you see that they're going through something or, or they've experienced some emotional upset in their life, um, if you don't know the people and you just see them, that would be hard to tell. But if you see that one of your friends is isolating and staying home and you know, never reaching out to people, well, that's a sign. So, you know, if you see that, maybe you need to reach out to them. Yeah. And I think that's really important because uh, even because I, I know um, – a lot of my friends like sometimes get sad because stuff in their lives that's going on and like especially good friends but even sometimes not like just kind of acquaintances that you like say hello to on your way like out the door or anything like that like I know not not all the time but sometimes like they're a little bit quieter and they're they're just not as like happy as they usually are like my friend, um, who had the friend who uh, tried to commit suicide, uh, she's usually she's the obnoxious one in our group. Like she's always loud and like making everyone laugh. But that day, like she was just really sad. And like 
a lot of people notice because like she's the one who always speaks out her mind and like is never afraid of anything and so I think she I think she said she told me that she really appreciated it when like I went over there was like are you okay and people don't just like take it for granted and people really appreciate it when you like go over to them and like are you okay like do you want to talk about it like even just like inviting them to your house for like a sleepover or even just like hanging out like that could change someone's life mm-hmm. and it, uh, it could save someone's life if you if you're really like committed to like doing that and mm-hmm. so I think it's really important to do that. Any act of kindness yeah. is appreciated. You know, you don't know what the person is putting up with at, in their home. And you know, that's usually pretty private. Yeah. And so not everyone wants to share it, but like even if you like know something's wrong, like you should be like, Hey, you wanna come over and like just acts of kindness, acts of kindness. So um after your experience or uh, after like you were in the hospital, did you attend counseling? And if so, did it help you like not get over it, but like kind of move on? And uh, even if you didn't or you did, do you recommend it? Um, I did go to counseling. I went to counseling and I also went to um, any type of self-help group I could find. Um, there's... Al-Anon, there's Alateen, I did that, for, I did Al-Anon for a while because I had alcoholism in my family also, and I went there um, to counseling, I went to Codependence Anonymous, I went, you know, I went any place that I could find someone to talk to. And yes, I would recommend it, uh, because we need to get past the desperation. And any way you can do it, you have to do it. What do you say to like people? I um I know of some people who like went to counseling but like didn't really like like it and kind of just clammed up and was like I hate this. Like what do you what uh what do you have to say to them? Like just well, try keep on trying different ones because maybe it's just that one or well you know. Your thoughts are so private, and sometimes you don't really want people to know what's going on in your head. But um, if you're going to counseling and you've made that first step knowing that you need help, then you really do have to open up. And it's painful. It's painful to open up. And... um, People might clam up because they don't want to feel that pain. So, you know, I think you know, it's just it's just such a personal thing. It's it's really important to talk about it it's, and just to try to find someone that will help you along the way. So do you think it gets like the same effect as talking to a teacher or your parents as going to counseling, or do you think that's like kind of a different or like a major difference? Well, as a parent, you would like to think that your kids could talk to you about anything, 
But the reality of it is, I don't think kids can talk to their parents about everything. Because um, they have that private self. So if they could find someone who uh, they trust, and they can talk to someone that they can trust, then you know, they should. Yeah. Um, I, told, I totally agree. Uh, you worded it perfectly. Uh, so how can people help those who uh, want to commit suicide? Um, is it just acts of kindness, like you said, or we mentioned before? Or is there a few other things, like... I think if, if you know somebody who is contemplating suicide, um, you know, be there for them. Don't be quiet about it. Um, maybe if you have a, a friend or, or a, a pastor that you trust, mention it to them and, you know, maybe come together and support that person. Um, after you overcame your experience and found Jesus, uh, did you sometimes think of committing suicide? Because I know, like, or I don't know personally, but um, I would think after you go through that and, like, you didn't succeed, like, if things got hard, some I feel like sometimes, like, you'd be like, why didn't I do that? Like, nothing's going good for me still. Or No, never. Um, no, I, I would never try to do that to myself again. In the beginning, when I finally became healthy enough to be stable, um, I said I would never get that low again, and I never have. Um, as I said, I, I reached out to God. I prayed all the time. But I didn't recognize that he had saved me. And it took many years for me to recognize that God had saved me from myself. And I feel like, as I said, I am a grandma. I'm a, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a grandma, I'm an aunt, I'm a sister. I have so many people in my life that love me. And if I would have succeeded, I would have missed all this. And I know that I've been saved by the love of Jesus Christ. And he's not, he wasn't done with me. And he loved me enough to save me from myself. Yeah, and I think uh, love is a big part of all, like, this whole episode. Like, if you love someone, then not necessarily that they won't think these things or do these things. But, I mean, it'll, it will make, not make them, but it'll help them get better. It, if you show love and kindness, like, it just won't be a little part of their day. It'll be a huge part, and maybe it'll make their day. Maybe it'll save their life. Like, mm -hmm. you never know what an act of kindness or loving someone or saying, like, you're beautiful, 
no matter like what anyone says. Like you never know what that could do, and I, I think that's huge. Like that is so important to me that people compliment or like don't bully. Like just say you're beautiful. You're so kind. I love your smile. Like you, you never know what's going on in their personal lives. You never know what those words, those little. What little words they are to you, what big words they could be to that person.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, let's take. And on that note, let's take a break. I'm Serena. I'm Jordan. And you're listening to the journey. Break a leg? What do you think of? Maybe it's the movies, musicals, stage shows, and theater. Break a leg will explore all forms of creativity, whether it's from theater, movies, TV, or even books. On our show, we'll discuss all aspects of show business, including how to get your start and what's trending now. Guests include actors, singers, and dancers working in the industry to give you a unique and personal perspective. Tune in weekly to Break a Leg, your all things entertainment show, Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow; you set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. You are listening to the Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to the Journey. I'm Strainer, and、uh, we are on sadly our last question.、Um, before we go on that, I just wanted to thank you again for being on the show and talking about this because I know it sometimes could be hard, but I think it's a good thing that because. This could reach a lot of people.、Mm-hmm. I hope so. It is hard. It's hard for me to remember that time in my life. But、um, as I said, if if I can help somebody with this, I'd be happy. Yeah. So、um, our last question, Sally. Oh, why do you, using your personal like life and like your personal thoughts and feelings? Why do you think people go to suicide instead of talking? Like. Is it a mental thing? Is it because like everything's going on in your life? Like, well, you just feel like you can't cope. You can't like. There's no answer for the things that either they're doing or the circumstances that they're in.、Um, it's a desperation. Desperate people do desperate things. Yeah. I think I think that is true, and just I just wanna I know I keep on saying this, and you guys probably a little like why does she keep on saying this? But I just wanna really like make it clear that these things like we're talking about, we want we're saying them to help you guys. Like I don't want you, I want you, I want you guys to go out 
tell people you're beautiful. Tell the person who's invite the person who sits by themselves at lunch to go sit with you and your friends because like even if someone looks normal and they're like still sitting by themselves, you never know what could be going on in their heart and mind. Like you never know any unless you know the person, you really don't know anything about them. And just I wanna encourage you guys to go out, be loving to everyone, even if you like hate this person, like go and be like, I'm sorry if I said anything, like you're beautiful. Do you wanna be friends? Like and I know that's a lot easier said than done and I I have to work on this because I I do not like some people like whether it's something they've done to me directly or like something that's like terrible to my friends and I really need to work on this but I want to like start working on saying good stuff and not just saying like not just ignoring someone like if they give me a compliment give them a compliment back and I I think I need to start working on that and I think that's really really important. Okay, uh, so ending our interview, thank you so much again for being on this, and I hope to have you again sometime. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and as I said, I hope that um, for whoever listening, that they know that cutting your suicide is not the answer, and um, God loves you, and you just don't even realize how much. Yeah, and uh, before I go on to some Bible verses and some facts, uh, do you have any questions for me? No. So thank you very much. And okay, so I just I uh, did some research, research, sorry, and I just uh, I looked up some warning signs because I know it's as we mentioned before, it's hard to tell if someone's going through something hard and. If they're a friend, especially, like, I looked up some warning signs just in case you guys think that a friend, but you want to be sure, because I know it's, it might be embarrassing, like, hey, are you okay? And they're like, they come back all rude, because I know some of my friends have done that before, and they're like, no, I'm fine. So I, I just wanted to do this for you guys. So um, these are some warning signs in case you think someone's going through a hard time, like, you think they might be planning uh, to commit suicide or even cutting or anything. So, um, unexplained wounds or scars from cuts, bruises, or burns, usually on the wrists, arms, thighs, or chest. And, like, I don't want you guys to be like, hey, lift up your sleeves, because that could be really offensive. But just kind of be like, are you okay? And, like, maybe sometimes just, like, glance when they're, like, washing their hands or, like, anything like that. So, yeah. And then... Bloodstains on clothes, towels, or bedding, because um, I know people do cut, uh, from my experience, knowing people, people cut because just like committing suicide, they're, they just don't know what to, else to do. They've really, I think they've lost hope, and they just don't know what to do. So they will do that to numb the pain of like their heart and their brain and stuff but I just want to again say that it does not help it it just puts it to, off to the side it doesn't it doesn't fully get rid of it it just puts it off to the side and nothing like this helps so uh, sharp objects objects or cutting instruments such as razors knives needles glass shards or bottle caps of the person's belongings like I know like I collect bottle caps and bottles but not like that but like you see them everywhere they're 
they're always like on their desk or anything like that. So just be aware for that. Um, frequent accidents, quote unquote. Um, someone who self-harms may claim to be clumsy or may have mishaps in order to explain away injuries. And I'm not saying that everyone who says they're clumsy is doing this stuff because I know like my friend is so clumsy and I know she's fine. Like I've talked to her like because this is a big thing for me. And I just, I want to help everyone who I can, so I, I make it a big thing. And uh, I know that, like, my friends, like, they're really clumsy, but I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, every day you're saying, like, oh, are you okay? Like, I saw a cut on your wrist. Like, did you, like, fall or something? And they say the exact same thing every time. And just I think it's really important to look out for these things. Um, covering up a person who self-injures me insist on wearing long sleeves or long pants even in hot weather and I know for teen girls jeans are and leggings are like our life like there's no, there's barely any shorts but I just want you guys all to be aware of everything around you and just always be kind of glancing or like looking like not like creepily but just kind of looking and like watching out for your friends or even acquaintances or even someone you've never talked to before and needing to be alone for long periods of time, especially in a bedroom or bathroom, and isolation and ir irritability. I'm sorry, but these th things kind of tie together because I know like sometimes I want to be alone, and that's that's really good to be alone. Like I think you need your solitude, but these people like usually they're alone for like hours upon hours. And I encourage you, if you're a sister or a brother or even parent listening to this, like, go check on your children or sister or sibling because it's important to, like, check on each other. And family has to take care of family, and it's really important to just take care of each other. And um, ending that, that um, I found some Bible verses that I think are very important. Um, so Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, this one's a pretty famous one. Um, like, almost everyone knows this. And I think this, but I think what I take this in this context, I can do all things through him, through strength. Sorry, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I think, I think that means if you're cutting, like, God could help you through it, even if you don't know him, even if you're Muslim, Jewish, Catholic, like, God could help you through whatever you're going through, and you just shouldn't shut him out, whether it's him talking to you directly or him talking to you through a parent, a guardian, a grandma, a grandpa, a friend, even, like, a person who's never talked to you, like, coming over and be like, hey, do you want to, like, come to church with me? You're like, do you want to hang out? Like, God works in great ways, and you never know who he's going to send or what he's going to do. So now there's Matthew 10:5, Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, give without pay. So that you don't have to give God any gifts for him to accept you. You have to say a prayer and you just and he accepts you. There's no hoops to jump through, there's no obstacles. You just have to give him your heart and 
And when it says uh, give without pay, that's like I, like how I was saying, give someone some compliments. Like don't just pass them up when they give you a compliment. Give them a compliment back, and you never know how it's gonna help them. And then the last one here, Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and have a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is, that doth go thee, he will not follow thee or forsake them. So I just think that's really strong, and it kind of speaks for itself. So, um, Ending on that note, um, I just, again, want to say that this... This is really important, and just make sure to help each other and care for yourself because you are loved, even if you don't feel it. You are loved by someone, whether it's God, even a friend, even if you have pets. Pets love you. Like, they love you a lot, and I know that just everyone loves you, and if you feel like you aren't, just go talk to someone, and they will. you will feel loved after you talk to them. So uh, thank you for listening to The Journey. My name is Serena, and this show is produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Network, Kidstar Radio. We empower kids. Thanks for listening. Come along for another edition of The Journey next week with your hosts. We'll be back on Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Until the next show, think about where your journey could take you. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the now from the Kidstar of the month, here is the Wispops and their song Sea Turtle. Left so many clues
Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 